Hello everyone, and this is the Earth to Cory podcast. Um, I do need to find a name for viewers. I was kind of thinking other aliens or uh, earthlings, as this is a little, little space theming we have going on. Uh, but in this week's episode, it is a little bit of a longer one, um, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to it. You know, pop pop in the podcast, uh, do some chores, or whatever. And it is a interview with uh, a good friend of mine, Haley. Um, she grew up living down the street from me, so we've known each other for quite a long time. And uh, I kind of see us as a bit of a duality um, between the two of us. So every decision that I feel like I've made, she's made the opposite and vice versa. So it's a really good conversation that um, we're going to talk about just her education and uh, what she wanted to do with her life. And it's really quite strange. Um, during this whole conversation, I keep on kind of kind of um, insinuating that she's working in biology um, when she didn't really like science. But uh, re-listening to it and editing it, um, I realized she, she is working in uh, sort of the communication or the education um, career field that, that she wanted to be in all this time. And uh, I wish I would have saw that during the podcast or during the interview so I could have really jumped on that. Um, but it's really cool that she is doing things her own way and just enjoy this conversation. Um, it was a lot of fun to shoot. So thank you again, Haley. And hopefully everyone else enjoys it. So see you all uh, in coming weeks. But until then, enjoy this podcast. Hello, welcome. Uh, just just for context, uh, for everyone tuning in, we, we are on a video call. Um, so we can we can see each other. Um, but yeah, this is this is the first interview we are, we are doing on Earth to Corey. And uh, no no better guest, of course, than uh, Haley. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Um, sure. Uh, my name is Haley. Um, I currently live in Saskatchewan in the same hometown that Corey grew up in. We've known each other basically our whole lives. Yeah. Um, if if there's any anybody who uh, probably knows me more more than I know myself, it is it is probably Haley, uh, for better or for worse. Um, but most important thing, um, pancakes or waffles? Pancakes. Okay. Um, what kind of car should I buy when I move back home? Car or SUV? Do you want like a car? Uh, just, just whatever, whatever you think I, I'd drive as, a, as I guess a twenty-five-year-old middle-aged man at these days. Um, that's a tough one. Um, your Mazda was pretty cool, so if you could just get that same yeah. thing back, I mean, I don't, I don't seems want like a pretty particular car, car for you. <laughs> but uh, no, it was it was pretty sweet. I really enjoyed it. Um, dogs or cats? Dogs. Any particular breed? Um, I've always wanted a golden retriever. I don't know why, but I've just always wanted one. Yeah, gold, golden retrievers are pretty sweet. Um, guess uh, you, you you spent lots of time with Tiny, or you would have uh, growing up. Yeah. Which, for context, was was a golden retriever I had as a kid. Um. All right, you're warmed up with uh with the random questions. So the the idea is, um, I did some research. I used to work at a science camp, um, of course, and 
I want to see because you're you're now working in the field of biology, in my opinion. Uh, would you like to share what you do as a job? Yeah, sure. So I am a dental assistant. So I work in dental offices doing a wide variety of tasks. Sweet. Thank you. Um, so you're you're in the field of biology, um, or at least in something biology tang tangentially. Mm -hmm. And uh, I just want to see how much you hated or loved science sort of through, throughout your education career. And then uh, obviously, like once once you were out of high school, you did some cool stuff. Uh, so we can talk about that as well. So sure. really, really, the first question is um, think think like elementary school. Um, so either like early or late is it really is your call. Um, so what what did you think of school? I really enjoyed school um, early in life. Like I loved going. I love everything about school. Um, and then I still really enjoyed it in high school. There was just a few years in middle school area where I was just like, I really don't enjoy this. Yeah, to to be fair, and it's probably my fault you don't enjoy it. So um, I will I will take full ownership of that. Um, so what would you say your favorite classes were? Let's let's look at elementary school. I will get on to high school after. Um, early elementary school, I loved art class. Um, I was always doing crafts at home. So if I was able to do that in school, it was just the best thing ever. Um, I guess at that time, band wasn't really a class, but I yes. enjoyed that aspect of it. It was pretty fun. Um, yeah. And I really enjoyed gym as well, which is kind of a cop out because elementary school, was it really a class or was it just like, Time for kids to burn off energy you know it is, it is um don't it, i'm sure someday i'll get a pe teacher on here um but as as a, a teaching uh, or teacher elementary school teacher i understand pe is when you take your freeze <laughs> when someone else deals with your kids um yeah totally so would, would, would you consider yourself a, a like science person uh in in elementary school Not really in elementary school. I don't remember much about our science classes, to be honest. Like, I don't remember enjoying it that much. Yeah, to, to be fair, I have two memories of, of science in elementary school. And that is, uh, like, not, not even in class, just like breeding guppies with Mr. Goodfellow. <laughs> Um, oh and, and my working, goodness, working that like was amazing. Fish, fish stuff with Mr. Goodfellow, which is like science related. Yeah. And then building the cardboard boats. Um, yes. Oh my goodness, Mr. that was so class. cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but that was, that was mostly fun. Those were terrible. Oh, I know. And, and like he, he didn't coach us at all. Like we, we had no clue of the scientific concepts we needed to actually make effective boats. I know it so, was the like, best. He's just like, here's some cardboard, have fun. <laughs> so, so yeah, when we got to the competition, and like the the one school is like Red Wing made an actual like decent boat. <laughs> they had like measurements and everything. I'm pretty sure I did not use a tape ruler the entire time. <laughs> those are yeah. I was when I was thinking about science class in elementary school, all I could think about was those boats. Yeah. Uh, I think we also um, oh dissected like mushrooms at one point, but uh, that that is like that could be a false memory for all I know. I could have just had mushrooms for lunch. 
I just remember Mr. Watson explaining like viscosity to us. I don't know. That was just, that's the one thing I remember. It's him just explaining the difference between something that's viscous versus not. And I don't know why, but that's still in my head. And uh, talking about movies was, was when we did the post, I feel. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So like high school uh, for, for me is when I really realized I, I enjoyed science. Um, so what, what, um, what were your favorite classes in, in high school? Um, I really enjoyed gym again and band. Um, cause those were just like things that came naturally and I really enjoyed being active and I enjoyed playing instruments. So it just made sense. But like for more academic classes, I really enjoyed, um, I really enjoyed chemistry um, history and kinesiology were probably my favorites. Oh man, I, I wish I would have known about kinesiology back uh, back in high school because I would have loved that course. Now, who's your who's your chemistry teacher? I had Miss Sutton for um, Chem Twenty, and then I had Grassic for Chem Thirty. Oh yeah, so like there, there's no better situation you could be in. Um, oh, it was the best situation. Yeah, they're they're great teachers. All right, uh, did and you then I took, oh, go ahead. I took chem in university, and they were teaching us stuff, and I was like, I already learned this in chem twenty. Yeah, um, Gra- Grassic was really good in that um, she she tried to like create the university lab environment in in like a high school uh, classroom. Yeah. So it it was it was. So so much fun. Like I I even had my um same lab partner in university, uh first year university as as I did in like graphics class. That's so Just, cool. We we'd start every lab and be like, oh we've done this before, but I forget how. <laughs> Pretty much, yep. Um so what's uh in, in high school though, what did you see as your end game? So when, when you were going through class, did, did you have an end game? Did you think about where this was going to take you? I don't necessarily think I thought of an end game other than just graduating with as many credits as possible. Um, I really didn't take any fun classes because I thought I needed to take every single math and every single science possible. Um, to get into university, which in hindsight, I really didn't need to take every single one because most universities is just like you need one or like one or the other kind of deal. Yeah. So I kind of just saw my end game as graduating with every class that I possibly could, basically. Okay. Um, not not to put words in your mouth, but like the, the keep all the options open. Option. Yeah, exactly. So like I, I don't know what to do. I don't want to live with myself. Um, did you see exactly. see yourself as um, do you see yourself as as like a science person at all? Um, I would say a little bit. Yeah, I really I didn't really like biology. Um, I like the genetics. Like when you went through genetics, that really interested me. But everything else, like, it didn't really interest me a lot. Um, I really like chemistry. Everything just kind of made sense to me. And physics, it was okay. It was just a lot of math. Yeah. Now, now uh, when I teach physics, I essentially teach it as a math class. Um, yeah, because that's what it is, right? So. Yeah. Good, good. Um, I think, so, oh, go ahead. 
I think it helped that throughout all of my science classes, I had really good teachers. Like that made a huge difference. Even if I didn't like the class, the teacher made it worth it to me. Oh yeah, to- totally. Um, they like the science teachers at Carleton are absolutely fantastic, and having like subbed there a little bit, like and and seen seen things on the other side um, as as like a teacher as well, and actually knowing the intention behind their actions, it's like they they make it look so effortless to uh, to be amazing at their jobs. Yeah, totally. All right. So at at the end of, end of high school, your your idea was was to graduate. Um, yeah. so what, what, what happened after high school? Um, after high school, I went straight into university. I stayed here for the first two years, um, just cause it was easier to be at home. Most of my friends were staying. Um, I still wasn't like a hundred percent sure what I wanted to do. So I figured I might as well just stay here and take all the basic classes that I can. So yeah, I basically just went into university because that's what everyone else was doing and that's what I thought I should do. Okay. I thought that was like the right thing to do. Okay, so um it, like it wasn't it wasn't a decision of like, okay, um I have an end game. And that was actually one of my one of my questions, like, do you have an end game? Uh, what what was your direction? Um, but it's just basically like, okay, this is what I'm expected, uh, expected of yeah. me. And would you say that yeah. would you say that expectation came from your family or more your peers? Oh, definitely. I think my peers and just the societal expectation, not at all from my family. Um, I didn't really have anything else going on for me at the time, so I figured I might as well just keep going to school because it's what I've done for so long. So I might as well just keep on going until I yeah. figure something yeah. out. Yeah, I've been doing this for twelve years. Why change now, right? If, yeah, um, exactly. If if you really want to take that to the upper extreme, you just become a teacher, and then, uh, and you, you just never stop less, going to school. Yeah, you make even less decisions <laughs> on what you want to do with your life. So, uh, you're you're in university. Um, how how uh, how much did were what were your favorite classes in university? Um. Psychology. Oh, I really like psychology in high school too. Um, but my oh, classes, that class. I, I, yeah, love psychology. The, the, the best part. Sorry to to interject. The best part was like when you got to go to hang out with the people at the at the like home there. Yes. Yep. I really enjoyed that. And um, uh, yeah, I, I, I really like. Psych- oh, go ahead. No, you can go ahead. Okay, I, I forget who the psychology teacher is um or was but like they they did not need to do that that is not a part of the curriculum um they they definitely like went above and beyond and like i would say that class was so rewarding because of that yeah i took psych 20 in grade 10 um in second semester and there's only one other person in grade 10 in that class with me and it happened to be one of my friends and we had mrs grucock so I don't know, I can't remember if she retired that year or continued to teach psych. And then I had Mr. Harder in grade 12 for psych 30. Classic, classic Mr. Harder class. I imagine they were very different experiences. 
Yes, very. Um, Psych 20 was one of the hardest classes I ever took. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's insane. And and you'd never like think that um, it being sort of just like a a humanities credit at the 20 level. Yeah, no, it was it was tough. And would you say that set you up for because you, you enjoyed psychology in university? Did that set you up for that? I think so. Yeah, I definitely say it set me up for that. Yeah, so back back to your favorite classes in, in university. What what were they? Yeah, so psychology, kinesiology, shocker, um, and history again were my favorites. Okay, so I did um, I also I enjoyed English because I really enjoyed seeing how deep into a book we could get but I still hated writing essays. So I liked aspects of English, but not the class in its entirety. Yeah, totally fair. Um, so definitely like you, you enjoyed the more um, interpersonal or humanity side of, of education or, or mm -hmm. classes uh, or disciplines. What did you think yeah. of your like science in university, if, assuming you took some side classes. I, I know, I, I remember you complaining a lot about biology, so. Yeah, um, I really did not like biology. I don't know if it's because, so in PA, most of your classes were three hours once a week. So yeah. it was a lot to sit through three hours of biology in one afternoon. And it was split up between two teachers. So our first teacher was really good like so knowledgeable but very dry and it okay. also had to do with the fact that he was teaching like the most boring aspect of biology whereas the second teacher he got to teach like genetics and like the more interesting side of it i would say I, I and also just different in. personalities yeah i, I just want to jump in what what are the boring aspects of biology i just like i never really enjoyed learning about like the different categories of like species and stuff like that or oh, taxonomy okay taxonomy or like parts of the cell but i can still tell you that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell i'm but... contractually <laughs> obligated to say that every time i teach cells so uh <laughs> yeah it was just all the memorizing and i felt like i had nothing that i could apply that to yeah or have like a tactical experience, do you know what I mean? Like, it was just yeah. all memorizing. Like, and, and uh, I, I really like biology because it's a lot of, like, system thinking. Um, and when you're just learning the parts of the cell, you don't understand how they work together. Um, mm -hmm. Actually, Miss Sun did, did a really good job at this uh, when she's teaching it, as, as I still remember. Um, she, like, gave us a story of, like, the information coming out of the nucleus and making the protein. And then all the organelles, like, and their job in making the protein, because that is mm -hmm. essentially what every every organelle will have some role in that. And, like, help me yeah. memorize it. But, um, like... See, that's just another testament to how good the teachers we had were. Like, yeah, they this made is, it... This is actually just becoming um, a, a, like, Carlton um, teacher, uh, like, hype, hype podcast episode. <laughs> I'm 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 not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. Uh, we we still I, I have 
uh, Miss Whipler or Miss Miller on Facebook, though, so we do need to say something positive about her. <laughs> oh, I love her classes. <laughs> yeah, actually, she is hilarious. So. Yeah, I really enjoyed her classes, and like as much as I didn't like English class as a whole, like I enjoyed being in her class. I enjoyed the things we did. It was also yeah. good because it was like the band group. Um, yeah, that helped a lot. So, so that was really fun, and uh, and I feel I feel like we we just put like uh, we play through through our own like personal hell for like an hour, <laughs> but uh, we we got something out of it, I guess. Um, yeah, she, and she, she liked she it also... enough that she requested us for another year. So. And and she she doesn't hate us enough that uh, she would like talk to me when I was working at the school. So <laughs> whenever I'd be in. Um, okay, so back back on topic. Uh, ta tangents are allowed and encouraged. But um, so what in university you you did that for about two years, um, and then like what what made you decide to I guess like stop? What what was your decision at the end of the second year there? Um, so when I was, okay, so first of all, the reason, the main reason I did a second year was so I could play volleyball again. If I'm being completely honest, I basically just took classes so I could play volleyball again. Okay. Um, and yeah, that's basically it. Um, so at the end of my second year, I was just like, I'm getting nowhere. I've basically taken every class I can in PA. So I would have had to have moved. And that wasn't really an option at the time. Um, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, I was just kind of like stuck. I was like, well, I still don't know what I want to do. So why continue going to school and spending money when I can just yeah. work? Yeah. And, and make money until I decide what I want to do. And, and I think um, this not not that it was not interesting going up to uh, up to here, but I think this is where like the path gets really interesting because uh, like your your decision to go to university uh, was basically made by well I guess that's what people do. So yeah, with this this to me is like where where you decided to be like, hey, I'm I'm Haley. This is what I'm gonna decide to do. Uh, so what what did you end up doing? Um, I ended up going to Australia for two and a half months and from September to December of 2016. So I finished um, like the academic year in whatever, April, May, whatever. Yeah. And then at September went to Australia. Okay. And, and what was the end game of this like Australia adventure? Like first of all, um, what, what did you do? Cause I think that's it. That's an important part of this. Um, and then, like, what was your goal out of it? If you had one, I don't know. It's not bad yeah, to not so, have a goal, in all honesty. So, um, the summer of 2016, um, I guess the spring, I went back and worked at camp for, like, the school groups. And a friend of mine was working there as well. And um, so I'd always been interested in Cape and Ray, which is, like, a short-term Bible school. You can go for like a year, but different schools have different term periods. Um, so I'd always yeah. wanted to go to one. Um, I was thinking I really wanted to go to the one in England because um, I love, like I've always been fascinated with England. 
Um, to be fair, I would, uh, my, would recommend you come here at, at a better time in, in life. Um, yeah. A better, better time of the Earth's history, but uh, very cool. Yeah. So Australia wasn't really on my radar. Um, I was just kind of like, if I ever get there one day, cool. If not, I don't care that much because I hate flying. And I'm not about to be stuck on an airplane for that long over the ocean. I'm like, this is not, like, Haley's not going to do this. I, th I think so I actually then, remember um, you complaining about flights or, or messaging me something about, like, being not happy about flying. Yeah, I'm just a fearful person. So worst case scenario thinker, right? So every time I get on a plane, yeah. I'm like, well, I'm going to die now. Like, that's just... <laughs> So but on the bright um, side, though, you get to sit in the seat less if you're going to die because that, that should happen. And unless they mess up the landing, you're cutting your flight shorter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So then I'm at camp and I really had no plans for the fall other than work my part then part time job, which I was fine with. I'm like, sure, I'll just make some money. It'll be cool. Um, and then my friend was like, so I'm going to go to Bible school in Australia and I think you should come with me. And I'm like, no, thank you. Like, thanks, but no, thanks. She's like, yeah. no, I think you should come. And I was like, eh, I don't think so. And she just kept being like, no, like, I think you need to come. And then after like going back and forth and back and forth, I'm like, I don't think I should go. Maybe I should go, but I don't think I should go, but maybe I should go. I decided um, what better time in my life and now when I have like nothing going on, really, I had the money to do it. And yeah, I was 20. And like, what other time in my life am I just going to have the opportunity to travel to another country? Just, just go, you know? Yeah, I, I do relate to that. And sorry if you hear clicking. I'm trying to uh, move my browser uh, or my, my questions because I, I realize I'm looking like slightly left and it's kind of terrifying me in the camera. Uh, so, because I'm such a narcissist, I'm looking at my own face instead of yours. <laughs> okay, so so uh, like it, it was a good it was a good time to travel. Um, you're like, what what else am I doing? Yeah, and I had never really traveled before. Um, I'd only been out of the country once before, and that was earlier in the year when I went to Mexico. So, uh, yeah, I always wanted to travel. And I thought it would be a really good experience, if nothing else, and just like really good life experience traveling across the world. Oh, totally. Like worst case scenario, you learn something um, and, and would, would relate uh, and parrot that, that uh, if you get the chance to travel across the world and do something, you should probably do it. Exactly. And uh, similar reasons when, when I kind of made a decision to go out here as well as like, well, I'm not married. I don't have kids. Um, I, I don't have like a steady job. So yeah, like this was the perfect opportunity for you. Yeah. Um, so what, what would you say? Um, so you went in 2016, it is 2021. Mm -hmm. So we're about five years out. Uh, how would you say that has changed your life? That's a good question. I think, like, if nothing else, like, I met some of my best friends there. Like, we still are in a group chat together. We have reunions. Like, we one of them just got married in September, and we all went to the wedding. Like, if nothing else, I met 
like some of my best friends there. Um, I learned that I am capable of traveling across the world with no guidance. Like there was no one telling me, hey, you need to be here at this time. This is how you're going to get there. It was, you need to be here at this time, figure it out. Yes. And like learning the transit system. And I think if like, it just taught me that I can be more independent and like, I can figure it out. Like I am capable of that. Okay. Awesome. So uh, you, you kind of went from like making, making these decisions based on like, Oh, I guess that's just what I do. Or my, my friend uh, helped help suggest I go to like a Bible school um, in Australia. And, and you're like, Oh, hold on. Oh, wait, I, I actually now have evidence that, that I kick butt and, uh, and you do things. So um, let's, let's go from this like new, newfound confidence angle here. Um, so you, you come back and, uh, and what, what do you end up doing? Um, I just started working at sport check again. I came okay, so, back and so yeah, I and, needed to make money, money, money in Australia. Um, and I yeah. really had no, still had no plans other like to go back to school at that time. Yeah. Um, so what, what did you see yourself, uh, doing? So like as, as a long-term thing, did you have any idea, uh, like a dream career or anything? I didn't really have a dream career growing up. I always wanted to be a teacher and hairdresser combined in one. Um, Oh, see, you, like can, I, you can just like cut cut their hair while you while you teach them. Exactly. Or you, or you could teach and, hairdressing. Or I could teach that. Yeah. So growing up, like I always played school at home. Like anyone who came over to play with me, we played school. You can probably remember playing school. I was. I, I, I'm now now paying for the amount of a uh, bad student I was then. So. Uh. So that's what I always wanted to do, but it was never something I could just like stick to because there were so many other things that I wanted to try. Like I yeah. just wanted to know what being like anything else was like. Do you know what I mean? Like I was very indecisive because I just wanted to try everything and I wanted to be everything, but that's not realistic in life. Yeah. So. Yeah. And that's yeah. totally fair. Um, re research indicates and, and uh, big, big citation needed. Um, but like not, neither of my parents went to, or did any major post-secondary education. Uh, like my mother went to SAS Polytech, uh, for a short while, but, um, generally when you're like a first generation university student, you will end up like a teacher, um, which I am. Mm -hmm. and, and I, and I think that has to do with just like what jobs you actually know exist. Um, definitely when, when I went into university, um, like I, I only knew if, if you like chemistry, you were like a chemist. I, I didn't know there's like all these different fields of chemistry that were all like different jobs. Even though we, yeah. we take different units in, in like chemistry and you take different units in all these sciences, I, I just assumed like someone whose job was to do like biology just did it all. Um, so like I, at least for myself, university like really opened my eyes to, to what kind of jobs there were. Um, I already decided totally. what I wanted to do. Um, and, and I stuck with it. And so far it's been like somewhat valuable <laughs> or, or, or like enjoyable, but, but would you say mm -hmm. you're like Australian adventure? Uh, like 
what kind of opened your eyes to all these different jobs possibilities? You know, I don't even know. I think just having real world experience and like, yeah, going to university and you learn that there's so many different jobs you can get just studying in one field. Like it's not just one pathway. Like there's so many yeah. different branches. Um, and I think, yeah, just like real world experience and just talking to different people about what they do and just stuff like that, I think. Yeah. And, and through, through experience, right. You're, you're actually experientially learning instead of just like reading a book and realizing yeah. oh, if I want, if I wanted to, I could breed fruit flies for the rest of my life as a job. <laughs> exactly. So what, what ended up, uh, like now, now you're a dental assistant. What, uh, or I guess, first of all, so how long, I guess, did you attend to stay in sports, sport check when you got back? I don't think I had like a, end game there like I worked continued part-time and then at the end of that 2017 I ended up with a full-time position so I was happy having a full-time job like people would always be like oh you're just working you're not going to school and I'm like yeah I'm working a full-time job like I'm not just working one day a week like I work five days a week yeah. I'm sorry that I'm making money to then pay for my schooling because I don't just have my parents paying my way. Do you know what I mean? Like that wasn't a thing in my life. So people often look down on me for not going to school, but I had nothing to go to school for at the time. So why would I when I can just yeah, continue working? And, and also it's, it's really ironic in that you, you did go to school. Like you, you went yeah. to school for two years. and. We're like, okay, this is, uh, this is not, um, I'm not getting anything out of this, so I'm going to do something else. Um, so what, what eventually made you think, yeah, dental assistant? Um, I remember when in grade 12, I went to the dentist and I just kind of started asking the assistant, like what she does in her job, what it's like, because I just all suddenly got interested in what they did there I was always terrified of the dentist as a kid I was a kid who cried and was so scared and I thought that if I was an assistant I would could help those people that were so scared because I was that person okay um so so you really you really found found it in yourself to like make a difference yeah um, and then okay. that was just like the one profession that kept coming back to me so it just, just like all, all, every, every essentially road ended up just pointing to dental assisting. Yeah. And if I'm being completely honest, it also helped that it was a 10 month course. So I was yeah. like, well, if nothing else, it's just 10 months. Yeah. And, and I'm sure. Which ended up turning into over a year because of COVID, but you know. Yeah. And, uh, and I'm sure you even, even like worst case scenario, you could uh, like leverage, um, leverage those skills for like another another uh, discipline yeah um how, how many of these crying children do you deal with as as a dental assistant um i've been pretty lucky and in the three months that i've been working i've only really had a couple and i've had some really good kids that are just absolute rock stars so i've been pretty lucky so far oh nice um i've, I've been unlucky not not with crying children but with uh with with dealing with little me's in the, in the workplace 
no, I, I, I genuinely, genuinely love the kids I get to work with, but um, some, some days it's like, I remember doing that. <laughs> okay, so, so you got a dental assistant. Um, how, how did you find? So, um, I'm guessing you took lots of sciences in dental assisting. Actually, it's like a set um, course load, and they're all yeah. like. Um, set classes that we had to take that all related to what we were doing um i did take like an infection control class okay. which was all about like viruses vaccines like bacteria stuff like that yeah. um which was definitely biology focused because it has to be right yes um yes. and so that was probably the most like biological class we took um and then we also had anatomy so it wasn't just tooth anatomy, it was like head and neck anatomy as well. So going into like um, like nerves, blood vessels, bones, stuff like that. Oh, it's so, so good on you. Um, like I, I don't mind learning the body plan of mammals, but um, everything is the same in humans, but it all has different names, so it's so annoying. Um, I guess if you're only learning humans though, it'd be like the same as going to literally any other species. Um, but would you say your classes were more similar to um, like the, the classes that you really enjoyed in high school? So like the psychology, um, the kinesiology, or the like other science classes? Maybe a little bit. Um, I guess we had to know like the body systems and stuff like that. Um, kind of had to know some chemistry just because um how different materials react in the body and react yeah. with each other kind of thing and some you can't use together because they won't like harden yes. they react do you know what i mean stuff like that um i don't think i really use any kinesiology in it but still i guess like just knowing how the body works like you need to know how the body works in order to um, yeah. understand how like oral health has an effect on your full body. Oh, totally. And, and that's something I'm glad, glad you brought up um, <clears throat> that the more like I feel we, we look at holistic health, the, the better or the healthier the population is going to be. Yeah. And I think it's taken a long time, but people are starting to realize that your oral health has an effect on your whole body health and vice versa. Totally. Like everything's, awesome. everything's connected, right? Yeah. Yeah. So um, let's, let's go back to a little elementary school, Haley. Um, like if, if you were to tell little elementary school, Haley, that, uh, hey, you're going you're gonna to be uh, a dental assistant, what, what do you think they would say? um she'd probably be like no you're not you hate the dentist why would you want to work there she's like no you're <laughs> going to be a teacher to, to, to or be fair, if, if i want to saw a little little uh cory and is like sucker you're going to be a teacher he'd be like no um <laughs> i'd probably probably cause some sort of paradox in, in that telling myself that would would make me so angry that i would uh completely change my life but you probably would have said you were going to work for CN because you love trains. 
Yeah, to to be fair, and uh, and like as as a career, like my dad worked in CN, my like grandpa worked in CN, my uncle had worked in CN for a while. Like, I didn't really know there's much other careers. <laughs> mm-hmm. And and I still still love trains. To be honest, uh, that is probably the best part about living this close to London is the amount of time I spend on trains. So, yeah. Um, all right. So that's actually the end end of my questions. Um. I just wanted to to sort of get get your story and and see if like what what your actual interests were um and it ended up being like what you actually ended up doing mm-hmm. um so it's so very interesting just oh go ahead just like even within dental assisting there's different branches that you can do like um eventually i can get a job teaching it or i can yeah. i really want to get into dental public health in a few years um just giving presentations to schools to different groups um because a lot of what i see in a day um it just comes from a lack of education like people don't understand why you need to brush your kids teeth like why they can't do it themselves for a while like why you need to help them like different things like that and just the different programs that there are within saskatchewan and yeah, so eventually I kind of want to branch out and I know people change careers within their lifetime, like that's yeah. normal. So I'm honestly still open to maybe one day going into education, but for now, I love what I do. And so with with uh, the dental assisting like uh, public health and did, did you um, intentionally identify that those related to your skills or like marketing relates to your communication skills based on the classes that you've been previously interested in? kind of um once we had like a dental public health specialist he's a prof at the university he came and did like a guest lecture with us and it really intrigued me and in dental public health like i have the ability to teach doing that by giving presentations and by informing people and then at the beginning of the school year i gave um like a welcome address to the new dental assisting students and the new dental students as I was a class representative. And so awesome. um, doing that, one of the former students reached out to me and said, you like, you're good at public speaking, like you could have a career there. So kind of just got me thinking that I can still have an education, like I can still teach, but just in this field. Awesome. And uh, when, when you, you do get famous public speaking, um, you know, make make sure you uh you cite cite this podcast for getting you out there. <laughs> I will. Not 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 at all. You you are quite articulate though. Uh which, that which is something good. that was like a game changer for me, I think, was when I realized that I didn't have to go to school right away, get a four year degree and start my career. Like I had years in between, like I didn't have to follow that same path that everyone like other people were following. That's awesome, and and I'm glad you saw that. Um, as as a victim of the the four four year degree path, um, I, I wouldn't say it's it's a bad thing. Um, because you knew what you wanted to do. Yes. Like I didn't um, just want to go get a random degree and then be like, oh, well, now what do I do? Yeah, yeah. Now what do I do? Or or even worse, um, I think the, I think the people I pity most most are the people who like get a degree. And then either like hate hate what they're doing because they had no experience yes. doing it, or or are locked out of being able to do it. So maybe um like the economy took a turn, 
or there's like actually yeah. no like work for them. Um, yeah, totally. Luckily, like I worked at camp and realized I like uh, interacting with children and trying to make them a better, better person or make them the best, best version of themselves. But even even now, I could list like more careers that I could do essentially that outside of the classroom. Mm -hmm. um, not not that I'm looking to like leave the classroom, but I, I realized as as I have this experience that oh, this this job is is so much uh, this job could be so much more or so different based on how I want to actually go go about reaching my goals, uh, career goals, or go about reaching what I actually do or enjoy in this job. So definitely. Um, that's the end of my, my questions though. Uh, so you, you actually really, really nicely wrapped it up when you're like, oh yeah, the, the four-year degree thing, like you don't need to do that. Um, so I probably should have just stopped talking there. Uh, but do you have any any final things that you want to share? Mm, not really. I think I kind of, you asked some really good questions and we got into some really good segues. So I think, yeah, everything was answered, but I like how we could talk about how we grew up going to school together and then you did like the four year, like you got your degree, you knew exactly what you wanted to do. And then I was kind of the opposite, which is not how I expected my life to go. I thought like in my mind, I had to go to school right away, get my degree and start working ASAP. Like I didn't think I would be the 20 year old with a part-time job. Like that's not who I thought I was going to be. That's not what I had planned for my life. Um, but that just goes to show that when you're a kid, you don't understand what life is really like and that oh, totally. things change and, and that's okay. And, and, uh, and like not, it's not, not a negative at all being like a 20 year old with a, with a like job. Um, oh, and, and I bet, and, and I bet if you like pulled, um, like young, young Corey and uh, young Haley aside and we're like, Hey, uh, so Corey, you're going to go to university and Haley, you're going to like, um, go, go and do more like practical, uh, adventurous stuff. Just, uh, as soon as you finish high school. They'd be like, you, you've got it opposite. You've got it turned around. Yes. Yeah. We'd be like, no, actually, it's the opposite. Like, Corey's going to go yeah. do the adventurous things, and Haley, she's just going to go to school because that's just what she does. And then you you ended up more adventurous than, than I am. And uh, and and I remember always thinking, like, um, like oh, oh yeah, Haley, Haley went to Australia and stuff, and, like, I can't relate to it at all. And, uh, and now I'm actually so glad that you did, uh, because like some of the, the situations is like, oh, well, at least like, I know Haley's going to be able to relate to what's going on just to some degree. So, yeah. And I think it's important for people to know that post-secondary isn't for everyone. Like you don't need, oh God, no, it's not. <laughs> you, like you don't need to go to university or college to have, be successful in life. And I think that's such a stereotype in society. Like everyone equates your success to the amount of schooling you've done and the job you have, but you don't need to go to school to be successful in life. Like do what makes you happy. Yeah, totally. And and I think that stems even um, from getting getting your self worth based on how much like income. Um, oh yes, totally. Where where it's like, um, I actually I I don't know if Aaron or I make make more money than each other, but it's like it's, it's never come up, um, and and I've always like realized like okay I'm I'm financially comfortable, 
um, to, mm-hmm. to live my life how I want it. And then that literally ends a conversation about money that I have with myself. It is yeah. like, but uh, anyways, so, uh, se- segue to the, the outro here. So, um, what, uh, I, I, I feel like I need to need to have some like exit, exit, exit question for, uh, for the, the podcast. Um, so, so the podcast of course is titled earth, earth to Corey. Um, mm-hmm. so, so what, what, what message do you, do you think the, the earth needs to send to me, uh, through, through this conversation? But the earth needs to send to you. That's a tough question for an exit question. Yes. I don't know. I'm, <laughs> oh my goodness. Wow, that's a tough one. I was expecting something light and airy, like what's your favorite color? Oh, actually, I cut um, that one, so uh, sorry. <laughs> it's like too, too basic, can't use it. <laughs> I don't know. I think you have a pretty good like handle on like education and stuff like that like you can look back on your past self and like you see yourself in these students and like I think you just and you know that you don't have to go to post-secondary to be successful in life like my parents didn't do it your parents didn't do it um so we kind of come from similar backgrounds that way um but I think maybe you just the earth is going to just show you to, I guess, just see yourself in those kids and you can tell them stories, be like, I was like you when I was your, like when I was your age, this is how I was. And this is how I thought. And just seeing how life experience can really change your perspective. Actually, yeah, what, what are my um, classes? They're, they're sort of rambunctious. And uh, sometimes they'll ask me about sports and I was like, uh, one one season in hockey, I got into like multiple hockey fights, um, and and they they just like cannot see like when they look at me, they're like, this guy has no no like, no not enough of a spine maybe to to fight anyone, um, or or like no no interest in like solving conflicts like that. But uh, it is cool. Um, anyway, so I I do do have an outro. I think think I've used it in both episodes so far. And it is, uh, is don't do anything I wouldn't do or haven't done. I want to see you all here next time. Uh, so would you, would you, when you're ready, um, of course, thank you for the conversation. Um, and, and I'll have to get you back on. Cause I feel like any, any sort of decision one of us has made, the other one has made the opposite and we can definitely like have some sort of valuable conversation based on that. But, uh, for sure. but would you like to take it away and close this out? Don't do any decisions and make any decisions I wouldn't do or haven't done. All right. Well, we'll see everyone here uh, eventually later.